This is Sexy Funny Raw, where we chat all about the world of sex, from dating and relationships all the way to the adult industry itself. I'm Sylvia Sage, and this is my Pornspective, answering all the questions you weren't even brave enough to ask Google. Get ready, because Sexy Funny Raw starts now. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I am your host, Sylvia Sage. This is Sexy, Funny, Raw, and I'm here with my co-host, Dr. Eddie, in studio, giving us his public health perspective. Thank you, Dr. Eddie. And I'm so very excited to welcome back into studio Lexi Smith, adult performer, brand new into the industry, and just killing it you guys like this girl is just making splashes into the industry and you can see why she's stunningly beautiful and we just found out on the last episode that you are a mom i am and you are a mom to three beautiful children i am yes and something a lot of people don't talk about is being a real mom and working in sex work. Not that there aren't a lot of moms out there who are working in sex work, but I've, you and I had the conversation prior that some of these mothers either don't mention their children even exist or just kind of don't promote it. You know, um, I know a lot of people who will put pictures of their kids, but it's just like the back of their head or their kids' feet or something like that, you know, um, saying I am a mother, but it's not something that they're boisterous about. And Mm -hmm. In the opposite, um, the outside world is incredibly boisterous as to sex workers being mothers. So how, I mean, how, first off, how old are your kids? 15, 12, and 7. And your 15-year-old is a girl? Yes. And then is your middle, the 12, is a boy? Boy, yeah. Okay. And then youngest is a girl again. Yes. Okay. So how did, first off, do they know? Um, so the oldest one knows, 100% okay. knows. The other two don't know yet. Um, I mean, 15 is a significant age. I mean, I was having sex at 15. I know that, yeah. you know, um, I was the last one of my friends to be having sex at 15. I so. was too. You know yeah. what's funny? I was too. Yeah. And that's hilarious because, like, I remember my friends at, like, 13 we're all having sex and they're like you're the only virgin yes you have sex yeah now we already have a porn star yeah. like really bitches really got what you wanted now didn't you yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you've had the conversation with the 15 year old because obviously yes. I, I mean at this point you are the you are very googleable you know yes. it's very easy to find out what you do and who you are correct so of course having that conversation because i'm sure some of their friends might even have seen it oh at for this sure point. yeah so how did that conversation go so the way it came about was she found out initially on her own she oh. went through my phone um yikes and saw my Instagram. <laughs> and, uh, obviously, I had really slutty pictures on Instagram. And she asked me about it. And, you know, I my thing was I wanted to always be honest. Yeah. I feel like as long as you're always honest, even if it hurts, you're able to carry on a conversation with some level of vulnerability, knowing yeah. like, hey, at least this person's being honest. So I was very honest. I was like, listen. Like, at that time, I was doing OnlyFans, and I was like, you know, 
your mom does OnlyFans. That's mm -hmm. like how I pay pay the bills. And kids have no concept of money. Oh, whatsoever. of course not. Yeah, not even concept. fifteen year olds. No. <laughs> yeah. So she was like fourteen at the time. It's no concept of money, but. I'm like, I'm a single mom of three. I own my own house in my own name. I don't get child support. Like, I am holding it down through sex work, mm -hmm. you know? And um, so I tried to explain that to her. At first, she didn't take it very well. She was very, like, sensitive about it all. Mm. And I believe part of that is the way I parent her. It's very hard. Like, for instance... I'm pretty strict in the sense that I believe in preserving the innocence of children. So I was very strict about like music she listens to, mm. movies she watches. Mm. Like she'd be 13 and want to watch PG-13 movies that I'd look up what's in it and I'd be like, no, honey, like I don't care if you're 13. I don't think that's appropriate. Now, having most moms aren't like that, at mm. least where I live, most moms aren't. So for her to have a mom that's more strict than other moms, and then find out yeah, she's I can banging that. people for money. Like yeah. <laughs> that yeah. is a hard pill to swallow to be like, yeah. what? Like, Why were you so strict on me? Right? You're so yeah. strict on me over here. You're taking dick for yeah. money. Like yeah. that's that's a hard pill to swallow. So, yeah. Yeah. So I think it made it a little harder for her to process based on how I parent her. It made yeah. it even harder. But. You know, I, like after a couple months, she was very understanding, more so than I expected. And she was just like, like now she's just like, I get it. Like I'm still, I'm still strict with her. She's yeah. 15. Like I'm like, you know, you're 15. You're still gonna have rules. You're still gonna have boundaries. Right. Like you're still you, her mom. At right, the end of the day, you, you like, don't stop being a mom. mom might be a yeah. fucking X Y Z. That don't mean you're a fucking X Y Z. Like <laughs> yeah. You know. So yeah. It. It was hard at first when she first found out, but definitely now she understands. And um, you had brought up like, oh, I'm Googleable, this mm. and that. So on my Instagram, I just, New England Chick is my username. I write New England underneath. I don't use my porn name on there strictly because I know sometimes like people from her high school mm. are seeing my Instagram and they're seeing that stuff. So. If I used my porn name, they'd be able to Google me and see stuff. Got where it. Where because I don't put my porn name on there, they can see me and they know I do porn. Like, I, I promote, this is, this is my OnlyFans, I promote that I do mainstream porn, but they're not necessarily able to Google me. Yeah. Now, does that mean they will never be able to? No, there's always that possibility. But mm -hmm. it just lessens the possibility by not having it right there on there. So, so yeah. What would you say, because obviously people when they think of a you know a mom doing sex work they're going to think negative things they're going to oh, say you're sure. a bad for influence sure. they're going to say that you know like i'm sure you get the question all the time would you want your daughter doing this because you know people say that to me all the time online i don't actually have any children but that's the thing that's so like oh shouldn't you should be so ashamed of yourself and like oh you know what are your kids going to think like what do you say to those people so um I have a couple answers. <laughs> so my ex-husband's girlfriend, he's been with her since we broke up. Um, it's been like seven years. But she found my OnlyFans and she actually sent it to a couple of parents of my 15-year-old daughter's uh. friends. So at the time she was like 13, 14, and this girl like sent my OnlyFans. And, um, you know, obviously she thought it was like, 
oh, I'm going to show them she's a piece of crap mom, blah, blah, blah. But these parents actually reached out to me and they were like, hey, um, she sent me your OnlyFans. And, like, I didn't know how to feel about it. Mm. But I do know, like, you parent differently. Like, one of the moms was like, you know, my daughter slept at your house and you called me to ask if they were able to watch a PG-13 movie if I gave permission for that. Right. Even though both our daughters are 13. She was like, most moms don't do that. Mm -hmm. So clearly, what you do for work doesn't affect who you are as a parent. That's good. And that's my thing. That's something that, like, if I could share anything with anyone, it would be, like, being a sex worker doesn't affect your parenting. It's, yeah. They're two different things. This is my work. This is my parenting. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's two totally different things. It's like if I owned a pot shop and I was like, yeah, buy weed from me. I sell the best weed. That doesn't mean I'm going home and giving my 13-year-old weed. Right. It's different. It's right. like, this is my work and this is my parenting. And a lot of people struggle to separate the two. Yeah. Why do you think that is, Dr. Eddie? Why do you think that people do take it to where like what we were talking earlier you can either be one or the other why do you think they well i mean there's a lot of reasons why honestly um we could probably start with uh the madonna whore kind of Mm. dichotomy where you have to be one or the other Mm -hmm. right and so it's really hard for a lot of people uh to see people more complex yeah than just if you're one thing let's say the madonna which is virginal and pure which is what people want theoretically mm-hmm. uh, but it's not necessarily what they're attracted to the like the flip side of that could be the whore even yeah. though I think whore is a horrible it is I don't I, like I don't, the term I yeah. don't like the term yeah. um, but the whore just means sexual and promiscuous and you know I wish we had a better word yeah perhaps uh, it's specifically when we're talking about, like the the psychology of it mm-hmm. right uh, and so this goes back a few hundred years at this point and it's been prevalent for a long time and Again, people like to be put in boxes. Yeah. Uh, or rather, people like to put other people in boxes. Of course. And so because of that, it's really, really difficult um, to separate motherhood mm. uh, with all of those other things of being sexual and stuff. These same reasons or these same which threads. Which sex is how they became mothers. Which yes. is absolutely. so crazy. Well, yeah. But not only is it how they became mothers, <laughs> yeah. but it was like... A lot of men, historically and currently, want the sexual woman, want Mm -hmm. like promiscuous in bed or that excitement. But then that may or may not be the same woman that you want to introduce to your family. And Mm -hmm. so it's like, who do I want to have sex with versus who do I want to marry? Mm -hmm. Also placing women in these weird places that don't take in their agency and the fluidity of the complexity of our lives. Nobody is just one thing. No one is just a mother. And no one is just a sex worker. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make any sense to even think that way. But there's a long history of thinking that way. right? And it stems from religion. It stems from lots of reasons. Uh, And so... You grew up Catholic, right? That's what you said? (laughs) Yeah. So I can only imagine the thoughts you had on sex and sexuality. Well, and in New England as well there's very specific cultural things that mm. are like somewhat old-fashioned in a lot of ways yeah uh, and that might be a little bit less here in LA but there's lots of parts in this country alone mm-hmm. not to mention other countries mm-hmm. and so I would say that only recently are we having these conversations yeah. but and we've said it a ton of times in in our podcast but 
the nuance of people and of all of these things, sexuality or sensuality, all of those things have a lot of nuance. Yeah. The same way that everybody has a lot of nuance. Yeah. And like Lexi was mentioning, I can absolutely understand how someone could be a dancer or a stripper or a sex worker, and it's completely different mm. from how they interact with their children, of course, but also yeah. how they interact with their spouses yeah. and mm -hmm. how they interact with their families, mm -hmm. right? And so how, separating those things, I think, is super interesting how people do it, mm. um, but society at large doesn't think in nuanced ways, typically. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. you are a sex worker, then you can't be a mother. You can't have sex for love. You right. can't enjoy kissing. Like all of these weird <laughs> rules that people put on to sex workers, which aren't realistic and are absolutely absurd. Yeah. Do you think because you only, I'm only asking this because you said your 15 year old found out first. Do you think that that you waited too long with her? Do you think that with your 12 year old, you'll say something sooner or do you? You think you'll still kind of wait it out? Um, I'll probably wait it out. Okay. With my 15-year-old, I waited it out. Um, my 12-year-old is a boy. He's such a mama's yeah. boy. Aww. I feel like, but in a good way, in a sense that, like, I feel like when he finds out, I feel like he's gonna take it even better than my 15-year-old. He's just Better? Be, we'll take it better. Yeah, oh, like, okay. I think he'll just be like, Mom, that's like... I, the way he is, he'll just be like, Mom, that's what you do for work. Who cares? Okay. Like, that's his personality. He's just yeah. going to be like, whatever. Okay. He's not going to care. So I'm not really concerned about him finding out. What about, because I feel like this is a very common question also, what about if their friends find out and, like, find so, you? So my 15-year-old, people in her school have found me. Um, a guy I worked with, I don't really use Twitter that much. Mm -hmm. I have, I think I have like three photos on there and they're like PG. Mm -hmm. But um, Not PG-13? Not PG-13, <laughs> like PG, PG. <laughs> but um, somebody tagged my Twitter and some kid from my daughter's school found it and it was like a little, not the whole movie, but just like a little a clip of me clip, yeah. district, whatever. Yeah. And... Um, you know, my daughter came home and she was like, Jay was sharing that video of you sucking that guy's dick to oh, everyone no. at school. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I was like, did you tell me? Was she that? mad at you or mad at them? Or just mad, mad at the whole situation? She was, yeah. I think she was mad at the whole situation, but more so mad at them. Yeah. And she was like, can you take it down? I was like, babe, I don't share stuff yeah. like that. You look at my Twitter, I don't share that. And she's like, oh, can you ask them to take it down? And, like, we kind of had a little, like, sit down talk where it was like, you know, on one hand, it's like, this is what your mom does mm -hmm. for work. I, like, not to sound insensitive, I hate that people are sharing this and it's hurting your feelings. Yeah. Also, at the same time, in life, at some point, you have to get to a point in life, whether you're 15, 22, 35, you have to get to a point where you say, People are going to say things that hurt my feelings. People yeah. are going to do things on purpose to put me down. But how am I going to cope with that? How am I going to say, listen, you doing what you do isn't going to affect my peace. It's not going to affect who I am as a person. Mm. Wherever you want to do, I can't control what you do. All I can control is like how I see myself, how I view myself in like. 
I feel like that's teaching her a really valuable lesson, though, because at the end of the day, that is exactly what it's going to be like in the real world. And I say it all the time. It wouldn't matter what I was doing in the world. Someone would find a reason to dislike me or hate something I was doing. So you just cannot make everybody happy. You can make yourself happy. And that's it at the end of the day. I had a friend in high school that was bullied hardcore. She was gorgeous, absolutely beautiful, perfect body in Honestly, I think people bullied her because she was intimidating. Yeah. Yeah. She was so freaking beautiful. It was intimidating. And, like, I just remember people would, like, leave stickers on her locker, like, you're a whore, mm-hmm. like, on her locker for everyone to see. Just all this awful stuff. Mm. She did nothing wrong. And yeah. she was so introverted and so quiet. And, like, I felt so bad. And I'm like, she would cry. And I'm like, dude, you're literally the most beautiful thing in this school. Aww. Like, what the heck? But my point in sharing that is that it doesn't matter what you're working with, whether you're working with your mom being a porn star, you're the most beautiful girl in the school, Mm. your dad's a janitor, or your mom's obese. Like, there's so many things in this world people can make fun of you. You, It could be as simple as you're the most beautiful thing there and people will put you down. Yeah. So it's like a life lesson of how do you deal with people in this world, like, trying to put you down? Yeah. It's, It's a... It's a self-reflection moment where you need to say, hey, I don't give a shit what you say, quite yeah. frankly. Yeah. People were calling me a whore when I was still a virgin. I moved Same high schools. Girls. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so- I had to move high schools because people were so mean to me at my first high school and they were like calling me a whore and a slut. And I'm like, I, have n- I hadn't even made out with a boy until after my freshman year of high school. And my I was like fr- the town whore to everybody. I was like, what? Girl, Mind blowing. All my friends had had sex at 13 yeah. in like seventh grade. And I remember my freshman year, everybody was calling me a whore and all I had done was make out. Yeah. Like I've never seen a dick yeah. outside of porn. Yeah. I've never touched a dick, never seen it. What? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy (laughs) that how labels are going to go on you regardless. I was a whore long before I ever was actually taking money for sex. Well, I I was, I would probably also add that using those kind of terms is probably a way to take away your power and certainly to place you in a box. Yeah. Right. Because maybe you have a lot of agency or you're overconfident. Yeah. Right. And so we have historically those labels. Or they think you're going to be confident. Yes. Well, that bitch label or that whore label, all of those things have nothing to do with actually being a whore or actually being any of those things. Mm -hmm. And I think it's interesting that that's still happening today, Mm -hmm. but it's a really valuable lesson, I think, that we can teach our kids. Yes. Right? Because that is life. Yeah. Uh, And I I think it's a valuable lesson you're teaching your kids that you can be sexual and be a mom and it's okay. Like, it's huge. And and this was something that I did say to my 15-year-old. I was like, what I'm doing is an adult thing. Yes. It's not wrong. Nobody's getting hurt. Yeah. Everything I do is consensual. Yeah. No one's getting hurt. It's not like I'm dealing drugs where people are dying or Mm -hmm. getting addicted. There's... There's nothing bad to what I'm doing. It's all Mm -hmm. consensual and it's all adult. Just like, like I said, like smoking wheat, Mm -hmm. drinking alcohol. It's legal at a certain age. Right. Not when you're 15, it's not. Right. Same with sex. It's like as an adult, having sex with other adults, with other consenting consenting adults. Yes, consenting adults. I'm not like. Yeah. I'm not hitting on your friend's dad trying to steal him from his wife. No one's getting hurt. I'm not. Not unless it's in a movie. Uh, I mean, if it's a movie, (laughs) maybe. But no. Speaking of that, do you have a hard. 
I was going to ask if you have a hard time with some of the family storylines, but do you play a mom? Do you get? Are you getting milf rolls right now? Or are you just getting Not hot, hot chick rolls? I'm shooting for <laughs> I'm shooting for a milfy in a couple weeks. Okay, so I'll have a milfy roll. But how how do you feel about that? How do you I don't feel mind about? It at all. Okay, that doesn't like to me. It's okay. The way I look at it is this is acting, yeah. and I love sex. Don't get yeah. me wrong, I love sex, but it's still acting. It is, yeah. And that's one of the funniest things with OnlyFans is like some of my videos. I'll be acting. It'll be like a guy I just fucked yesterday for a video and I'll be like oh I found this guy at the bar and I brought him in the bathroom and And everyone's like you suck some stranger's dick and it drives it makes me laugh it drives me crazy I'm like cause I'm like responding I'm like yeah I did yeah I sucked that stranger's dick but like these guys believe it so it just makes me think I'm mainstream it's part of the fantasy it is a part of the fantasy it's part of the fantasy even if they don't necessarily believe it they're like that's hot yeah cause in their mind they're like play it out Let's, yes. Yeah, I would love to be the right. guy who met you at the bar. Yeah, but yeah. like same with mainstream. So it's like yeah. whatever the role play is, I'm into it. I'm yeah. like, let's go. Let's I love it. the role play too. Yeah. Like I don't, it doesn't bother me to be, I, mean, I don't have children, but people always ask like, does that bother you? I'm like, it did in the very beginning only because I was like, it was my day one and I wasn't ready for somebody to call me mom yet. But <laughs> like, I'm yeah. too young for this. <laughs> yeah. But now I'm like, oh, like I don't, it doesn't bother me at all. Like I can yeah. totally like, uh, to me, I'm I'm not talking to a person when I'm, you know, I'm just like, I'm just saying things. So to me, yeah. they're just words. Like, I right. don't, you know, like, I don't I don't have a husband, so I certainly don't have stepkids. So it's not like, it's not like I'm thinking of anybody when I'm right, saying these right. things, you know, like, I'm just saying them. Yeah. To me, it's the same as, like, I'm telling you I'm going to come when I'm not. You know, it's the same thing, you know? So I was, I was dating this guy for, like, casually dating for a very short period of time and um he checked out my only fans and he bought a video i had dropped and in the video i i can swear right yes oh yeah so i was just like <laughs> oh tell me i'm your dirty little cum slut yeah and he was like you like being called a dirty cum slut i was like babe it was a video and he was like no but i saw your face and you loved it and i was like dude if you watch Scarface, yeah. are you going to look at Al Pacino yeah. and be like, hey, you killed your sister, you're yeah. a cokehead? Right. No, yeah. you're going to be like, Al Pacino's an actor. Yeah. You are not going to meet him in real life yes. and be like, you killed your sister, bro. Yeah. I think he just became a dad again. He did. He yeah. did? He's like 80, I think. Oh, yeah. my I'm God. meeting him and being like, dude, you're a fucking cokehead and you killed your sister. Yeah. I hate you. Yeah. You wouldn't because you're like, Some people would, acting. though. But some people would because they don't acting. grasp. Well, and I tried to explain that's a same yeah. thing with porn like if yeah. we're acting yeah i'm glad that when you watch it you believe it i want yeah. you to believe it yeah. when you watch it agree that means i'm doing a good yeah. job yeah. however if you think al pacino's a cokehead yeah <laughs> which he might be who which knows he might be, i don't know it's los that angeles his sister, yeah. and you also think i'm a dirty <laughs> little cum slut that's you know whatever it's just like you gotta like differentiate between the like be in the moment for the acting part yeah. for sure yeah you know just like during watching movies you're not like he's just acting no you're yeah. into it you're like yeah yeah, yeah. you get Same you fall porn. in love with you're the characters you're like yeah, yeah. yeah but also no it's mattress acting it's, yeah <laughs> yeah it is what it is Dr. Eddie, what is the science behind it? So I want to know like what is the science behind people having a problem with motherhood and sex I mean the virgin is the ideal 
that you want to marry. But it also on the flip side becomes when someone has given birth, they become like a different kind of They're special. maternal and not sexual. Absolutely. And so it can and it often does, not maybe not often, but it sometimes becomes a problem in relationships where it becomes hard to have sex again. Yeah. Because now you view this person that just did the most incredible thing that a human can do, which is give birth to another one. Yeah. Um, and all of these incredible changes that occur, all of a sudden you, you start viewing people in a very, very different way uh, because you're not taking into account that a couple months later she's going to be horny again. Yeah. And like she's a complex human yeah. that wants to masturbate and that probably should yeah. immediately and all of those good things, right? And so, I mean, there's a lot of theories as to why these things have mm -hmm. occurred. I'd say that like culture and history have taught us that we like to place people in boxes. It feels like that's yeah, the theme yeah, today. Yeah. But we're um, in boxes. <laughs> yeah. I just I don't know. I just find it very interesting that we take away a woman's sexuality like honestly in her sexual prime. Well, you know? I agree. we also do that I with agree. breastfeeding, right? And that's like a weird example here, but um, a lot of men are incredibly uncomfortable in this country. That's true. And that's no, so, so weird. True. I yeah. breastfed all three of my kids and I can't tell you how many people were like so uncomfortable about it. But why? I was very like I was very like listen my boobs make milk and my kids are right. drinking my milk. I don't give a fuck. If you're uncomfortable, I'm not covering up. You They're also the just room. a part of the body and men yeah, also have nipples. Like, like, I don't understand. Well, I, think, I think it's because we over, historically and currently, over-sexualize yeah. everything. Yes. Especially about women. And yeah. so breasts are for sex, even mm. though they're they're also they for can sex. be for both, right? Though. But they of course they be are because they have a biological yes. function. Yeah, but no one or a lot of people are very uncomfortable with it. I was just traveling abroad recently, and breastfeeding just happens wherever it happens. Yes, of course, because uh, the baby is hungry. Right, <laughs> period. And, yeah. so, and it doesn't matter in a lot of places, but it, it's always been a, an issue in in the states in the states for yeah. sure even though there's a lot of pushback and mm. there's a lot of at least discussions with it now mm -hmm. um but we live in a society that's a little bit puritanical yeah and a little bit over religious no matter how mm. much we like to say these things are different mm. just look around it's what's happening in the world right now and what's happening in this country like we can't really make the argument that religion isn't a part of some of these choices yeah right and so breastfeeding is a strange example but it's certainly one that I can zero in on all of the time because mm -hmm. you hear those debates because we over-sexualize everything about women. So I have a cousin who I'm super close to. We hang out all the time. Her husband is like so grossed out by breastfeeding that like all her kids. She, Do they ha she has kids. She has three With kids. him. With him. And she bottle fed. <laughs> and he was like breastfeeding so gross. And I breastfed my kids and I would breastfeed in front of them, oh, including him. I don't yeah. Think, oh, yeah. My kid's hungry. They're eating. Yes. And um. He was like, that's so, he would, he would straight up tell me that is so gross. And to feed I my believe, child, I some people are really offended by it. He thinks it's Wild. disgusting that I should cover up. But I think it's because he views boobs as sexual, where mm. to me, it's like, you need to know how to differentiate between sexual and not sexual. Mm -hmm. Boobs are very sexual. Yeah. They can also be non-sexual. Yeah, they're just a part like your of vagina, the body. When you're giving birth, <laughs> nobody's like, look at that yeah. sexual organ. No, they're like, <laughs> yeah. there's a fucking child. <laughs> <laughs> no one's like, I want to put my dick in there. <laughs> yeah. Nobody. Right. Yeah. Look at that gape. Like, That's a big gape. <laughs> when, when you're shitting, no one's like, oh, I want to put it in your ass. Yeah. No, you're doing a bodily function. Yeah. It's not sexual. 
sexual. Yeah. But, you know, in the bedroom, you might want to stick it in their ass. Yeah. Now, listen, time and place. It can be sexual. Yeah. It can be non-sexual. You need to learn how to, like, differentiate between the two. Yeah. Agreed. I, it's funny because I, I wasn't breastfeeding a child, um, but I was walking oh through God. Macy's yesterday <laughs> and I had on a, a white tank top, but I didn't have a bra on. And um, yeah, so you could probably see my nipples. You probably could. I don't, they're just there, but my breasts are fake. I don't need a bra. They just sit up and a bra would have been weird in that shirt anyway, you know? And Bring but you, titties. but walking through Macy's, you would have thought I was like slaughtering babies with a machete as I was walking through the store the way these women were looking at me like That's I a horrible example. <laughs> I just want to make sure we know that people were disgusted by me fair enough and I'm walking and these women are just like scowling at me you know and I'm just like they are they're just they're like my arms you can see my arms too I hate to break it to you oh, but, but it's 90 fucking 5 degrees outside <laughs> I want to wear a tank top nudity <laughs> is also kind of in lump there too because yeah. nudity is not always sexual but because uh, culture and society have sexualized it to the privacy of the bedroom yeah. you know I could see how that might be an extension of the breast yeah. in some people's minds because yeah. in a lot of other countries uh Nudity is pretty common, and beaches yeah. are nude, and it's no big deal. Well, and there's topless, children at there. Least topless, well, yeah. it's even. Uh, I know. I know that Germany just allowed for topless in like city pools. I love that. Like that, right? Yeah. And so, like, it's not that big a deal. Yes. Um, but here, breasts are kind of in a box. Women are in a box. <laughs> all yeah. of those things, right? And so, seeing a naked woman is only about sex yeah right we market it that way mm -hmm. uh, we talk about it that way in a lot of instances i yeah. mean pornography in the adult film industry perhaps don't help in that yeah. regard um but it's a it's a cultural society thing i think mm -hmm. bigger than that like there's certainly the porn aspect that's a microcosm of what's happening everywhere else yeah in a lot of ways but when it comes to nudity and breastfeeding and all that stuff we over sexualize the female form yeah where it would be very unusual to see a naked woman Unless you were going to have sex with them. Yeah. Right? I mean, oh. I would have had sex with any of those ladies in Macy's. Right. You know, they just, just asked. I mean, fuck. Jeez. <laughs> well, but that could be very threatening. Tell if me they're... when you're going to Macy's again. I'll be there. Yeah. I'm like, you said on air you would fuck me. <laughs> Macy's is a strange choice. I mean, but okay. I mean, yeah. there's, a fit, there's a fitting room. There's a Nordstrom's there, too. We could go we there's go a fitting up room. it. We'll go in the fitting room to fuck. Dr. Eddie will record. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, okay. okay, what are our what are our takeaways? What are our takeaways from this? That women can still be moms and still be hot, still be I sexy. Mean, moms have sex. Moms have sex, and we want them to. All the moms have sex. Of yeah. course they do. But also that we should consider the boxes that we're placing people in. Yeah. Because women are complex, just like men are. Men aren't just yes. an erect penis. Right. Men are like They're all not? of those things. I'm well, kidding, okay. Perhaps in the That's industry yeah. a lot of the yeah. time, but there's complex feelings that motivate and drive that hard direction right that we also have to take into account mm. uh, and so for all of us i think humans in general are much more complex than we give them credit to and yeah but it's really hard to get out of that like dichotomy box thinking. take us out of the boxes we don't want to be right. in the boxes unless my boxes are Rich, uh, fit. Um. But no one is just rich yeah. or just fit yeah. or just a sex worker or just a mom. Right. Yeah. And so I think yeah. having these types of conversations are important of because course. we're starting to see different layers. And yeah. I'm 
so grateful to you, Lexi, for Same. for being able to have these like hard conversations mm. that most people don't have, but they're so useful and important because we have to kind of destigmatize yeah. some of these ridiculous yes. things. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you are one hot mom, and we Thanks, we are very proud of you and what you've like done and how you've stuck up for yourself and you know I think you are I think you are a positive influence to your children to your daughters and just teaching them you know that this is okay it's not yeah. it's not we're not talking about sex trafficking we're talking about like chosen sex work you know so women are allowed to be sexual moms are allowed to be sexual and you're killing the game so something you brought up I'm like extending this no go yeah by all means but something you brought up earlier was you said somebody said to you oh what if your daughter was doing this yeah and I've had that same comment said yeah. to me and my having two daughters my honest opinion is like if you are secure enough in who you are yeah i think that's super important for the sex industry because you are being vulnerable in the sense that you're getting butt naked you're having sex if you're secure enough in who you are you know your identity you know your goals you know what you want in life and you're not just doing it strictly for money you're doing it like there's with a plan with yeah. a plan if there's more to it i'm not against that yeah now if my daughter was like i don't know what i want to do with my life so i'll just do porn like i'd be like dude no that's yeah. not how life works yeah it's not as, no yeah but if she was like you know what mom i thought about it you know i want to do porn for x amount of time mm -hmm. i want to make this much money my goal is to do this with my brand. I want to make my brand be this and like blah, blah, blah. And she had more to say to it other than just doing porn. I'd support that. Yeah. I'd support that because it's one thing if it's just like, oh, I'm, I'm strictly doing it because I don't know what I want out of life and I want the money. But it's another thing if you're like, hey, I've thought about it. I I know who I am as a person. I I know my identity. This isn't going to change who I believe I am. I'm doing it because I see these opportunities that I can get through it. And I'll have these opportunities to go here and there and blah, blah, blah. I'd support it. I'd be like, heck yeah. Well, at the girl. end of the day, you just want to love your kid and make sure that they're happy and healthy. Right. Do you yes. know? So I always say, like, I would... If I did have a kid, I would, you know, obviously like want them to try other things. You know, I would want them to like be educated and go try something else. Yeah. And if that doesn't work out for you, you know, then, you know, maybe you could get into this. Uh, it's not something I would deflect anybody from. I think there's mm -hmm. a proper way to do it. And like you said, yeah. to have a game plan. So I think that's I think that's great because it's not necessarily like a bad place for all women to be. Yeah. You know? We also well, to talk about boxes one last yeah. time, we put people and and there's a lot of like movement that puts the victim kind of uh, sex workers are always victims and mm -hmm. that's not the case mm -hmm. and that's certainly not the case with a lot of the adult film industry women and entrepreneurs that I know yep. because these are decisions with educated women yep. that are making 20 times what I make at right uh, and all of those kinds of decisions and brands and entrepreneurship yep. all of those things aren't considered when you often think about sex yep. work. Right. and so Having a plan, mm -hmm. of course, it's critical. It's the difference between success in the industry and not success, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I've learned that from all of these conversations. Yeah. Um, and so the happiness factor, if someone needs or wants to do something and that's what's going to make them yeah. happy, it doesn't matter what it is and it shouldn't matter what it mm -hmm. is. Uh, but I also do know that a lot of women 
that have come into it have done it with a very serious plan yeah. that are all incredibly successful, yourself included. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I can't see how that's bad. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't either. Yeah. Honestly, I always say it changed my life for the better in so many ways. Um, so, yeah, I don't see it as a negative and I don't think it should be presented as a negative. Do I think it should be presented as a first option? No. But I only think that because of the way that society views us. And it yes. is a lot of mental hardship 100%. that you have to get through. That's, you know, And that was part of why I was saying, you know, you need to fully know yeah. who you are because the mental game. there's a lot of backlash from just society in general. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Well, you are awesome, and you guys are going to want to look her up. So, Lexi, tell the people where they can find you. On Instagram, New England underscore chick. Awesome. OnlyFans. Only yeah, that's probably the best place XO, to search. XO Lexi, definitely the best place to search. Yeah, yeah agreed. <laughs> Dr. Eddie, thank you so much. We appreciate your um, insight to all of these subjects. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Until next time, guys. Adios.